What's up, podcasters? I'm your host, Coach Chris. Thank you so much for tuning in to Pod Central. I appreciate you being here, man. I'm excited for this season. Now we got to get into some of the, I won't even say boring. Look at it this way. These systems are what you have to do to be profitable, right? This is what you got to do to get to that next level where you have a thousand listeners per episode, where you have, you're making a hundred, two hundred, three hundred dollars every single episode. That's what you want. To get there, you got to follow this process first. Now, you can do it all in your own way, but I want to give you the system I've been using over the last couple of years and really why I use it too. Step one is having the idea. Like, what do you do when you get that idea, the inspiration to record a podcast episode? What most people do is they sit down and start recording. That's just the first part of my process. When I get that idea, it comes into my head like, wow, I want to talk about this on the show. I immediately think, how is this going to be valuable to my audience? That is number one, because if the idea is invaluable to my audience, then yeah, I could still want to talk about it, but that's more tweet storm or maybe a Facebook post or maybe a newsletter rant, but not necessarily a podcast episode, because if it's not going to bring value to my audience, it's not going to be at the level of value to where they want to share to somebody else, where it's super helpful, where they get a real transformation. It's not good enough to be a podcast episode. I know you're thinking, how do you know that? One of the best things you can do is go into Facebook groups. Instead of spamming Facebook groups, trying to get people to listen to your show, you can go in there and get feedback on your ideas. This is what I mean. You don't go in a group and say, hey, I'm putting out an episode. I'm going to talk about this thing. Do you care? That's not it. Don't do that. That's super boring. And it's very obvious you're doing market research. Most group owners are going to kick you out. Trust me, I know from experience. What's better is if you know you have two ideas and you go in there and you say, hey, look, which of these is more unpopular for you? Or which one do you agree with? And you pit the ideas against one another. Then you'll be able to see which one people care about the most. And you'll be able to see if people care about both of them, period. If you post that and nobody interacts and nobody engages, then you probably know they don't care that much. That's just the truth. So when you go into these communities, don't go in there with the mindset of I'm doing a ton of market research. Make it an engaging conversation that people want to be a part of. So, for example, if I wanted to do an episode about podcasters charging their guests to be on the show, I wouldn't go in there and say, hey, would you guys want to hear an episode where I talk about how podcasters can charge their guests to be on the show? No, I wouldn't do that. I would go and say, hey, this is my unpopular opinion. I think more podcasters should have a payment gateway specifically for podcast guests that want to promote their products or services. And that's an unpopular opinion. And posting something like that is better than just a blatant, hey, what do you think about this? Like when you take the lazy way out, people can see it and you're not going to get the outcome that you really want. Like the outcome you want is for people to engage with you, to ask questions, to have more of a debate in the comment section. That's when you know you got something. But if it's really bland and you just go straight for the jugular, you're going to lose a lot of people, to be honest. Now, the, the idea is first, because once you get confirmation on your idea, people like it. Perfect. Now, the next step is actually planning the episode. For me, when I plan my content, I like to be thorough. Like from the beginning of planning this, the idea is already broken down into a basic concept. Then planning the episode, I'm going to do research. I want to have my key points ready to go. And I also want to have stories to align with my key points, stories or examples. And this works whether you're doing solo content like I'm doing now, or if I have a guest. Like if I was going to have a guest on my show, I would do the same thing as if I'm recording a solo episode. It's going to be the same approach. 
because instead of me having a list of key points, I'll have a series of questions. Now, when I say that, I'm not saying have 20 questions. That is just insane. Three or five main questions that I want to ask this guest, and then maybe some data to follow up with those key points, right? For example, if I was going to have some podcast marketer on the show that uses Facebook to help hosts grow their shows, I wouldn't just have questions that are really bland. I would say, okay, so what is the ad budget that a podcaster would need to use to get a realistic result in terms of downloads? That's a good question because you as a listener would hear that and then you hear a specific number and that becomes tangible to you. So you'll walk away from the episode knowing, hey, if I have 300 bucks and I can actually make an impact on my show's growth every single month, it's pretty solid. Right? Like those kind of questions that are measurable, that have specific data attached to them, that makes your conversation a lot better. Right? And then again, to tie into that, you want to have stories. If you look at the top podcasters, they're great at storytelling. Like Joe Rogan is who Joe Rogan is because he's great at storytelling. Not only that, the people he has on the show are always good at storytelling. And these people are from all different walks of life, different levels of fame, different experiences, different levels of expertise. And these people share their stories and their perspective and their insight. That's what makes the content good. So you got to start doing that as well. Now, I don't think you should have a story for every single thing, but you want to have either a story or example, one of the two, because you can't really make a point without having a story or an example. Then it just sounds like you're talking at people. If you notice for step one and step two so far, I've already given you multiple examples. That makes the content easier to consume. Now, again, when I'm asking the guests, I would do the same thing. So what's my ad budget for my podcast to get realistic results? Then I'll ask for an example of that. Can you break down a show that you work with and how much they spent to get a result for their show? What those results look like? Simple. See, this is why the idea is important and planning is important. Because now when you get to recording, all of that is easy. You have it all outlined. You have it all outlined. It's all right there in front of you. Another part of this is if I'm recording with co-hosts or I have roundtable guests, I think you should give the planner to them as well, because then they know what the topics are, some of your key points you want to cover. And that just makes the show flow smoother, because let's say you have an episode where it's three people on at the same time and you have one of those pop culture shows where you guys are talking about trending topics. If y'all aren't on the same page with what topics being covered when, one thing you run into is some people will jump ahead and talk about a topic you wanted to save until later, right? You had a great transition planned and everything. You had to bring in the ad before you brought up that topic, but your co-host decided to jump into the topic a little too early. I've seen this happen hundreds of times. So just having a game plan for that makes it 10 times easier to actually sit down and record valuable content. If you notice, all of this is about preparation. This is the main difference between the podcaster that just was decent and the podcaster that makes good money. Preparation. Now, granted, I will give you this. The bigger podcasters have a massive budget, so they have a ton of people that help them prepare. But you as a solo podcaster, you can still prepare at the same level as a professional's. You just need the right tools. That's why all these things I'm breaking down, all of these features are available on Pod Central. From the idea box to the planner, all of it is on Pod Central. I want to invite you to check it out and try it for free. Check out the link down in the description down below and go ahead and get started. Start putting your ideas in a system, see what that looks like, and then start planning your episodes more effectively. You can even download your planner as a PDF to send to your co-host or your guests. That's going to save you a lot of time.
Because when it comes to recording, we even have a feature on Pod Central for booking your interviews. Now, this is not only great for booking interviews with guests, but again, if you have co-hosts, if you want to schedule that on the calendar, you can just go there and schedule an appointment on your calendar on Pod Central. Put your co-host email in there, right, as the guest for the show, and then schedule the appointment. And then everybody will receive an email with the date and time and the virtual location, like on Riverside, for where you're recording your content. And you can even download the actual appointment link and then put it on the calendar so you don't get double booked. Simple. This recording strategy for me is one of the best things I've ever done. Because when you have a recording system in place, it makes you more professional. Right now, when I send my guests a link to schedule an interview with me, they don't have to send me a separate email with their headshot and another email with their content and another email with their bio and another email with all the links they want in the show notes. None of that. I collect everything on one form on Pod Central. It saves a ton of time. And they really noticed this. Like some of the celebrity guests I've interviewed in the past year, they love the process. Even the booking managers, they love it because they tell me, hey, this is really easy. Most interviews, we have to send a ton of emails or we have to send stuff through Facebook Messenger or Slack and it's just all over the place and it's chaotic. And I can tell you that it gets easier to book those high level guests when you have a process in place because now they know, man, this is actually pretty easy to work with this guy. That's what you want. You want people to be like, damn, this was really seamless and stressless for me. Stressless, I've never heard that, but we're going to go with it, right? <laughs> like, it was a stress-free booking. That's what they want. If you were a booking agent for somebody, you would want it to be easy. But right now for podcasting, it's really hard. It's really difficult. So when you condense that workflow, it's going to get really easy. Now we've gone through the idea, the planning and recording. Now let's talk about post-production and scheduling. Once you're done recording, you can go back to Pod Central, download your episode and all your content, do your editing on Riverside, not Riverside, on Audacity or the script, whatever it is and then upload that to Pod Central. Once you upload that new episode, you get all the post-production materials in three to five minutes. And this is really high-level AI stuff. It's gonna give you titles, show notes, keywords, chapters, all of that stuff. Everything you need to produce your show in the post-production phase is done right there on Pod Central, and it's saved to the platform, right? So that's gonna save you a ton of time right there as well. What usually happens is podcasters go and edit and that takes three or four hours. And that's where a lot of shows fall apart because the editing can be hard. And I do agree. It could be a little challenging, especially in the beginning, but you got to find your way to work on it. I would suggest using the script because you can upload your content in there and just read through it and then automatically remove the ums and ahs. That's a win for me personally. It remove those gaps, remove the big mistakes that you know you had or your guest had, remove all that pretty quickly through a transcript instead of listening second by second. I would say audacity is something that's more so for the pro editors or somebody that wants to be a pro editor. If that's not you, just get on the script. It'll be a lot easier. Now, once again, once you upload to Pod Central, all the post-production stuff is done for you. You just have to go through and choose which title you want, which version of the show notes you want, the keywords you want to use, all that stuff is really helpful when you schedule your show or if you post your video on YouTube. Going on YouTube is a game changer. I'm doing a whole nother episode about that, so I'll save that for later. But as you can see, this entire process 
is now done in one place and it saves you a lot of time and a lot of money. Just easier. The last step, obviously, is scheduling. Now, scheduling is when you take your episode and you go and post that on your hosting site, whether it's Transistor, Blueberry, Buzzsprout, Podbean. There's so many out there now, right? You want to take that content from that post-production workflow and then add it to your hosting platform with the audio you've edited all from Pod Central. One fell swoop, it's all done. So this is a process that I use now to produce and manage my shows and work with my team and everything. And one thing I can tell you is it saves me so much stress because before working in my, in podcasting was really exhausting for me. I had an agency where I was managing like 12 podcasts. It just became a real pain managing all the shows, talking to all the people and doing the emails back and forth. Some person doesn't want to talk on Facebook, so we got to go to Slack. That person doesn't like Slack, so we have to talk on just emails with Google. It was just a headache. Now everything is in one place. So now managing a podcast is easier. The whole workflow from beginning to end is easier. So when you save this amount of time, you can focus more on selling. Selling increases profitability. And that selling could be you know selling your own products. It could be you selling sponsorship. It's your version of selling. I'm just saying you can focus on that more when you're not worried about all these different things and having to use all these different tools and let alone the money you have to spend on all these tools. It can get absurd. I know. So condensing this kind of workflow is what most podcasters need to do to increase profitability. I'm saying this because after spending almost 10 years in this industry, this is something I wish I had years ago. I really do. Because I've had some great clients I lost because it was just too overwhelming. It just became too much and exhausting to do. Like I was literally this close to being done with producing podcasts, period. Like I didn't want to anymore. I just wanted to do strategy. That's it. But now it's a lot easier using Pod Central. So again, if you want to condense your workflow and make podcasting easier, save time, save money, all of that stuff, you got to check out Pod Central. I'm inviting you to try our idea box, try our planner go and set up your account and just get started testing it out. I promise once you make that planner and you download it and you send it to your guests or you share it with your co-host, it's going to blow you away, right? And even on our basic premium account, you can even add one team member. So if you got a co-host that you want to add to the account, you can do that as well. I'm just saying this is the best way to take your podcast to that next level. So make sure you check it out at podcentral.app. I'm Coach Chris and I'll see you next time.